In this episode, we'll be explaining and looking deeper into the meaning of our drama, from the least to the greatest. We encourage you to listen to it beforehand if you have the chance. We will be discussing more about this subject in an upcoming episode. Enjoy, and God bless. Hello, everybody. This is Marcus. And Trisha. <laughs> you weren't ready, were you? I wasn't. <laughs> we're the messengers. That's right. And today we're bringing you another episode, uh, an explanation episode. Yes. So why don't you tell them what we're explaining today? Well, we are going back through the radio drama that we did called From the Least to the Greatest. Right. It was about a little Christmas story. So if you, but it's, it works through all the time of the year. Right. You know, it's not just about Christmas. That's just an example. So we wanted to go down, we wanted to go back and break this down a little bit so that we can see how it compares to our lives today. All right. Well, let's begin the breakdown. We see in the play that the littlest star was used because she was willing. She knew she was not the brightest, but trusted when the master said she would be special. That reminds me of the scripture when Jesus told the people that they needed to come like little children. Right. So let's look at Matthew 18 verses 1 through 6. And I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Bible. And it's titled, Rank in the Kingdom. That's right. All right. So at that time, the disciples came to Jesus and they asked, Who is going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? You think they use that voice? <laughs> I sure hope not. <laughs> Want to be a little different, though. <laughs> Jesus might have been like, really? Right. Really? <laughs> Get down off your high horse, okay? No, he probably didn't do that. Anyway, so he called a little child and set him before them and said this, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless you repent, and that is to change your inner self and your old way of thinking, live changed lives and become like children, in other words, trusting, humble, and forgiving, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives and welcomes one child like this in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to stumble and sin, in other words, by leading him away from my teaching, it would be better for him to have a heavy millstone as large as one turned by a donkey. That's huge. Yeah. Hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Oh my goodness. That's a pretty big... Um... Pretty horrible death. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to drown. Pretty That's... big incentive to yeah. to be like little children. Right. To they understood they didn't understand anything like that before. Right. Children weren't revered even, you know, as much as we do today. They were loved, but they were kind of like women and children were like secondary. Right. But now he says, if you don't come like this little child, you won't enter the kingdom right. of heaven. You're like a second class citizen, like. Uh, when you sit in first class on a plane, if you've ever done that, yeah, everybody's gathered around you. They yeah. want to help you in any way you can, but you can, then you have the people behind them. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you're kind of treated like a second-class citizen, which I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Tr uh, the seats are cheaper. <laughs> That's true. So what? I don't want to be googled go around anyway. All right. <laughs> okay. So let's keep going. 
So, like we said, Jesus was very explicit about coming to him like childlike faith. And this is in part because children are usually innocent and they're willing to trust what they've been told. While we as adults have seen a lot of evil in this world and bad things, and we can get jaded. Right. Yeah. We certainly can. So in the play, Jesus loved the first and second star just as much as he did this, the littlest star. But because of their arrogance, he was unable to use them in his special plan. All right. And the first star was certainly the brightest star and is probably the most, one of the most important. But he was not willing to be used in the way he needed. God may have had even better things for him, but without having an open heart, he was only useful for one thing. Yeah, that's yeah. just to be a star. Yeah. To be bright, that's it. Yep. So the second star was also like the first one, and he knew that he was bright and thought he was a special, and thought he was special only based on that because of his, his brightness. So until there is a heart change in people like this, they cannot reach their full potential. That's right. And we're comparing the stars in the sky to people in their beliefs now or how they see themselves. Right. Some people think, oh, I'm the best. I'm the best. When they're missing the whole point, you know, they're missing the opportunities that God has for them and the blessings that he has for them. Right. They kind of close their heart off. That's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> but the littlest star had a wide open heart and was willing to do whatever it took to please the master. She was unwavering, even though she didn't see the special task he had for her right away. The littlest star had so much potential because she had hoped and believed that she could be more. We need to be like the littlest star and have hope that we can achieve the wonderful plans God has for us. Even if we don't see our purpose right away, we should never give up on the promises He has for us. In Jeremiah 29, He promised us this with His own words. Alright, so also again out of the Amplified, this is Jeremiah 29, verses 11 through 13. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call on me, and you will come and pray to me, and I will hear your voice, and I will listen to you. Then with a deep longing, you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity, and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. That's right. Those are great promises. There are so many promises in the Bible, but, but that is directly from God. You know, He wants to please us. He wants to us to grow and mature. He, he wants to see us do that. And this is just a precious promise that when you seek Him with your whole heart, He will be there and He will answer you. So God not only has plans for our future, but for our lives right now. He longs for us to be willing to be used by Him in every area of our lives. That includes every single day. Every day He has plans for us. He has a purpose for our everyday lives. When you wake up in the morning, there is purpose to that day. He granted you that day and there is a purpose for just that day. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I love that. 
So when we seek Him and ask what that purpose is, He will gladly show us. He's, it's, he's not just keeping His plans for us a secret. You know, He's not just going to say, well, I'm not going to let them know what's going on. I'll just, bam, hit them with it. <laughs> no, He just, when you ask and seek Him, you just get a revelation. And when you're willing to do it, that's just awesome. Just awesome. For you and for Him. That's right. And probably for others. And you know what? He wants to use us to further his kingdom even more than we want to be used. So we can be this willing vessel and we can say, Okay, God, use me today. But as much as we want that, God wants it even more. Right. All right. And sometimes it's easy for us to give up while waiting on God to move in our lives. We may not see the plans. He has. Well, we may not have seen the plans that he's shown us or spoken to us and time may be going by so fast that we think he's forgotten us or that we missed his plan altogether That's right. so the little star felt that way too according to what we know the creation of the stars in the heavens to the time jesus was born was thousands of years that is a long time to wait yeah you know? it is but it was certainly worth the wait mm -hmm. so if that star had given up hope and lost its way it would not have been willing and at the right place at the right time. That's right. And we can get off course, especially when, you know, Satan tries to tell us, oh, you're not good enough. God's never going to use you. And sometimes it's easier for us to drift off the course that God has for us. But he's always gracious. He will always bring us back to that place and start again from there and keep going and keep going. So sometimes we may feel that we've missed our place in God's plans. We may feel like he had an opportunity for us and we just blew it. But it gets easy to blame ourselves and Satan can come in and whisper in our ears that we'll never be used by God because we weren't listening or doing our best to please him at that time. But you know what? This isn't true. Right. That's not true at all. While it is true that we may have missed an opportunity at one time, God is gracious and will always provide another opportunity. When we're always willing and ready to do God's will, there will never be a time that He won't use us. So we need to be ready and willing each day to listen and obey God's Word. This means we need to be rooted and grounded in His Word like we've talked about before. We need to ask what he would have us do that day, that time, that situation, that opportunity. When we ask, we're humbling ourselves and offering our lives to the will of God. That is coming like little children. Come before him with an open heart and he will receive us with open arms. Yes, he will. Because he loves us. His arms are always open waiting for us. Though. That's right. He loves us that much. Yes. No matter what, he loves us. So we thank you guys so much for listening to the explanation of this drama that Trisha wrote. But uh, I've got a question for you out there. Do you know where you're going to go when you die? A lot of people ask that. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't believe there's an afterlife. A lot of people don't believe there's a heaven and a hell. But I'm here to tell you that there is. If you truly believe in what the Bible says, if you truly believe there is a God then there is, the, the, the Word doesn't lie, okay? God cannot lie, and the Word is God's. 
So if you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to know that this is the most important decision you'll ever make in your entire life. This is an eternal decision. This isn't just a decision about where you're going to work or what college you're going to go to or what your major is going to be or who your friends are going to be. This is an eternal decision. This decision you make will decide where you spend all of eternity. Are you going to spend all of eternity with God? Or are you going to spend all of eternity separated from God? And you may be asking, hey Marcus, what are you talking about? What, what, what are you trying to get at? Well, here, here's what it is. There's only one way to God, Jesus said. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And there is no other way to get to God except through the Son. And Jesus is the Son. So the Word says it like this in Romans 10, verses 9 through 10, that if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then Romans 10, verses 13, or verse 13 says it like this, For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So it's important to understand that there are two things that you must do to change your entire eternity, where you're going to spend it. And it's not something that most people talk about. So the two things you must do is you have to repent and you have to put all of your faith and trust in a Savior, and that's Jesus Christ. How do you do that, Marcus? Well, I'm about to have you say a prayer. I want you to repeat after me. I want you to believe this in your heart. I want you to repent of your sins. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you've done to somebody else or what's been done to you. You know, Jesus didn't look at some people and say, I'm shedding my blood for him, but not for him. I'm shedding my blood for her, but not for her. He shed his blood for the sins of the entire world. That means every single person that has ever been born. That includes Adolf Hitler. Yes, Jesus shed his blood to cover his sins. But unless we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior... His, his blood won't cover our sins. So if you're ready to change your eternal address and you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to say this prayer out loud with me and believe it from your, in your heart. Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. So we just want to encourage you, if you have said that prayer, don't allow the enemy to think that you didn't mean that from your heart if you really did. But we would like to encourage you to contact us to let us know that you've said that prayer. We'd like to encourage you to reach out to us so that we can help you in this walk.
Yes. We would like to encourage you to find a good Bible-believing church to get into and get involved in yes. so that you can start growing. And every time the enemy comes against you to say, oh, you didn't really mean that, or you didn't, they didn't really say that, you can counter that and say, yes, I did, and the Word says it like this. <laughs> yeah. But we want to encourage you, definitely contact us and let us know so that we can help you begin this walk. And we just thank you so much for listening today. All right. Did you give them the website oh. where they can go? <laughs> wow. All right. So go to our website at www.themessengersradio.com and click on the Contact Us button. And then you can fill that form out, and it'll go to both Tricia and myself. Or if you want to email us individually, right above that form is our individual email addresses as well. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, so you, now. you got to explain that. Yeah. I just figured everybody knew. God, good grief. All right. So so thank you guys for listening today. We love you guys. And we look forward to the next episode. Yes, we do. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of The Messengers Radio Program. Don't forget to visit our website at themessengersradio.com. Listen to us on TFH Radio at tfhpeople.com. And check us out on Facebook at Messengers Radio.